0: Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is part one of the two-part season finale.
1: Woo! Yeah, so this is uh, season one, episode 21 of Seventh Heaven. The episode name is Dangerous Liaisons, part one. Which means there'll be more dangerous liaisons in part two. These ones were pretty dangerous, though. <laughs> I know. Uh, someone they... might be dead. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, so the Google synopsis for this episode is... Annie's father brings his new girlfriend to visit, which makes Annie uncomfortable. Matt is smitten with a girl who is hearing impaired. Um, I just want to say, uncomfortable is an understatement for the way that Annie behaves.
0: Oh, yeah. Annie, Annie lets out her inner
1: Lucy. So, what was your first impression?
0: Um, I would like to call this an episode of Meet Cutes, wherein we have a series of Meet Cutes.
1: But don't worry, Lucy does not meet anyone, so... No,
0: she's still very much devoted to... Helplessly devoted to Jimmy Moon. Yes. Although there is no Jimmy Moon in this episode except for background portraits in Lucy's bedroom. Yeah, yeah,
1: Lucy does have a lovely framed photo of him, so we do get to see. We're reminded of what his face looks like a few times. Uh, So, yeah, um, we'll start with the cold open then. Yep, the cold open
0: is everybody cleaning.
1: Very frantically.
0: Yes. Um, Annie is in charge of making sure that... Um, everybody's cleaning what they're supposed to be doing. I feel um, Annie's cleaning the fridge, Mary's vacuuming, Matt's washing the car, Lucy is uh, changing sheets like she's Florence Night- Florence Nightingale. Oh,
1: it's like, we never get to see oh, that. Oh, no, no. This is just. I was going to say, I never saw Lucy doing anything <laughs> because that's pretty typical that she would do that.
0: Um, Oh, I think... What's his face? I think that Simon
1: and... Well, Simon is supposed to be cleaning his own room, which we see him doing later, but then him and Ruthie are supposed to be giving Happy a bath. But instead they're in the bath, in their swim swim clothes. And they're trying to persuade Happy to come into the bath because... That's how a rational animal works. Well, and also they're just like, oh, you don't want to go to see the people at the grooming place. You don't like the grooming place. So... um, and while they're talking about this, Annie says, I'm just a little nervous about daddy coming. And we're still a little uncomfortable, and <laughs> by a little I mean a lot
0: uncomfortable by him by her saying daddy. Yeah. And it's not even just like daddy, it's just like daddy.
1: And she keeps <laughs> saying it. She she never stops calling him Daddy. In that so, weird voice that she does. Um So then bef- that's like the Camden house in the cold open and then it cuts to The airplane, and we see Daddy. uh, (laughs) Charles Jackson. Yes, and next to him is a lady. Named Ginger. Who he is trying to tell, like, everything's going to be fine, they're going to love you, or whatever. And then we find out that, I don't know, she was like, oh, like, my son's loved you, and it's like a big joke. Because apparently Annie's father has already met Ginger's family, and... This is the first time Ginger will be meeting... Charles's family and Charles was wearing um, suspenders with hot air balloons on them, and I just really (laughs) I made a note about that because I thought that was pretty cool. So
0: then we have the opening credits.
1: Uh, Yeah, so we're gonna take the rest of the episode kind of storyline by storyline. So Uh, we're gonna start start with with Lucy. Yep. So um, Lucy's storyline really starts with her Simon. Oh, this is weird. Yeah. Simon is cleaning his room, and he's over at. Like his closet, and he's carrying this truck around, and he's like on a step stool, and he's trying to put the truck up in the closet. But we, the camera view is from the inside of the closet, and you can see that the shelf that he's trying to put has a magazine on it. Trying to put the truck on has a magazine on it with a lady on it. it, It's a Cosmo, and you can tell it from the from that scene. But then behind Simon's back, you can see that Lucy comes in at some point while he's cleaning his room and like putting stuff in his closet, and she's just standing there looking at him, and then when he. Gets out when he like gets down off the step stool. He he takes the Cosmo out of the closet and Lucy's standing there and startles him and she's like, "What are you doing with that?"
0: <laughs> and there's a whole scene about how Simon shouldn't have that and Simon's like, "It's not a Playboy or
1: anything." Yeah, it was a strange. <laughs> I don't really understand why he had it, why he decided to take it out of the closet at that moment, why Lucy just happened to be waiting there, like, th- the whole time she knew he this was the day he was going to take take the Cosmo out of the closet and look at it. And also, like, what? It's just a very <laughs> poorly... Yeah, poorly seen, see. I don't understand why, like, the Cosmo is very scandalous. Um... But the Cosmo leads to what is Lucy's
0: storyline. So uh, I think Lucy is looking at the cover. The cover is for February 1997. (laughs) Yes. Um, We obviously checked online to make sure that this was, in fact, the Cosmo February 1997 cover. And it actually came up as one of
1: the iconic ones because...
0: Claudia Schiffer is on the cover.
1: Yes, but also because like whoever the editor in chief was at that time, it was her last cover, and I guess she was like an important person.
0: Um, so to give you a little taste about what Cosmo was like back, well, almost ten years ago, um, there the instead of any uh, any headlines about you know orgasming and sex positions, it was all about New Year's Eve two thousand. Um, there was a I guess I'll quote one of the things that was said: three year plan to get. Oh, wow, I can't read my own own handwriting. Uh, Um, Sexier, Smarter, Thinner, Happier, Funnier, Braver, Richer by New Year's Eve 2000.
1: And this was in February 1997, so people were seriously planning... The, the new year before they thought the computers were going to take over but then in the in the bottom corner which they do artfully when, when Lucy's looking at it they keep her finger over this it says a centerfold to weaken you now two super guys and then it says continuing our family tradition so there so if anything that Simon had this magazine for there were centerfolds of two men so I don't know I mean, maybe it's foreshadowing
0: um but she, like, I guess is interested in doing something different with her hair, because she's looking in the mirror, and Simon apparently has read one of the articles in Cosmo about putting blonde in your hair, because he's like, Th- you read
1: the Cosmo article, I think it would work on yeah, you. Yeah, and there was a sample of something in there, he says. So, for some reason, oh, she's looking in the mirror, and then Simon appears the same way that Lucy appeared in his room, and he's like, oh, yeah, you should do it, go for it, dye your hair blonde, like, there's a sample in the mag- in the magazine, just do it. Um, and Lucy asks Annie. And Annie's like, is this a Jimmy Moon thing? Yeah, and she's like, no. And then, as we said, you know, kind of in the synopsis, Annie is, like, uncomfortable, you know, once her father arrives. So, like, Lucy keeps asking. And during one of the times when she asks, the Rev and Annie are kind of like, it's like high tension. And the Rev is just like, yeah, sure, like, whatever, go do it. So... Then she's, like, deba- she's debating doing it still. She's got her, like, hair in a towel, and she's talking to Ruthie and Simon. And Ruthie is very much against the idea. She's like,
0: the only blonde person I like is Mom. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, she doesn't even, Simon doesn't even get, like, a shout-out. And Ruthie goes and uses the secret weapon and says, I don't think Jimmy Moon's gonna like it.
1: Yeah, and then Simon appears again, and he's like, oh... No, all guys like blondes. Um, I know for a fact, and f- for some reason throughout the whole episode, Simon is really, really pushing this, and we still don't. I mean, there is no clear reason why he went ahead and, like and was like really telling her to do this.
0: See, I thought, and this might just be me being super cynical and maybe thinking that Simon's little evil. It was just like payback for her finding the Cosmo and like taking it from his possession. So he's like, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make her change her hair.
1: Well, so she th- looks then at the ludicrous. All right. So yeah. So yeah. So she does it, and yeah. everybody. Every time someone like new sees her, they're like, oh, well. For the first person that sees her is, okay. Mm-hmm. So the Rev comes in the front door from he was out somewhere, and Lucy comes down the stairs, and he's like, oh, your hair. And then, being the worst, she blames the Rev. Yeah. She's like,
0: why did you let me do this? Because um, that. Because the the reason that she got permission, quote-unquote, to do it is, as Aaron was saying earlier, um, Annie was distraught over things that are happening with her father, and Lucy came at a very inopportune time to ask
1: about changing her hair again. And the Rev's
0: like, yeah, just do whatever you want. So she takes that as permission.
1: And she takes it as, now it's the Rev's fault. It's like the Rev held her down, basically, and, and did this to her, the way she treats him. And he's like, oh... Well, it'll be, he, he at first thinks it'll, like, be, like, wash out in, like, right. two days. And he's like, oh, change of perspective for two days will be okay. And she's like, it's not like going to wash out in two days. And whatever, she's blaming everyone. she's And then she actually doesn't even discuss, she doesn't even reflect on what Jimmy Moon might think. Maybe we'll find out in Dangerous Liaisons Part 2. But then Simon does, like at the end, when before Matt has an opportunity to see Lucy's hair, Simon runs up to him and is like, oh, when you see Lucy, tell her her hair looks great or else I'm, I'm like a dead man. So Simon is like a little bit remorseful. Maybe he didn't think it would look that bad. Um, Or maybe he didn't have an
0: evil plan all along and really just thought that... It would look good, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think they thought it was going
0: to be like highlights, but it actually kind of was
1: like her whole head.
0: But then when you see her at the end in church, it does kind of look like it's highlights. It looks...
1: Yeah. I don't know. Well, I I also had the question, is this a a choice that Beverly Mitchell made and then she showed up to work and everybody was like, oh my God, you look so bad, we're going to write this into the show. (laughs) Or... Was this just, like, a temporary color, like, that they did? Because it is the last two episodes, so, like, it, the summer is going to happen and the hiatus, and we no, we'll we never know the true story. So, anyway, that's that. It's that's great. really, yeah, that's Lucy's storyline. Lucy, Lucy story looks like shit. So then, uh, so Matt. Uh, so what we really
0: get of Matt is uh, he's at the airport with the Rev waiting to pick up um, Ginger and his grandpa Charlie. Um, and I never call
1: him. We just know that his name is Charlie now. I feel like we're using this too much. Well, I, I'm just going to call him Grandpa Charlie. Okay. Uh, As opposed to Grandpa Colonel. <laughs> Grandpa,
0: yeah, or the Colonel. Let's call him the Charles. Um, no. But um, so the flight is a half hour late, so they want to inform Annie. Um, he gets a dollar from... since it's 1997, and he has to use a payphone. And he's going to go get change, and by, he's going to do this by asking random people at the airport for some change. Well, so this th- is what you had to
1: do. It's the 90s. Times are Wouldn't
0: tough. Wouldn't you just go out to, like a, like, a store or something and be like, can I have change for a dollar? I don't
1: know. The, That's what I would the do. stores are past security. There probably was no airport security, though. It was 1997. Yeah, I mean, let's think about this. But,
0: um, so, what we see is, you know the camera being not subtle whatsoever because it like like zooms in basically on this one girl that's walking out of the airport and Matt like kind of sees her and goes do you have change for a dollar and she kind of she ignores him and, like, then turns back. They both turn back, back and, and look, at look at each, each other. And it's a very prolonged scene. And all I wrote down is a rando girl
1: that will probably obviously not be random and come back. So will she come back? <laughs> okay. Well, you saw at the end of the episode. Well, we'll get into... Unfortunately, this is a long-time recurring character. She's, like, someone who who went way too deep into the run, in my opinion, because she keeps coming back kind of needlessly. Um, so, all right, we'll get into that. So. But basically,
0: that, Matt's you know, in love now.
1: Yeah. Then later on, Matt is driving uh, Grandpa Charlie and Ginger, Ginger um, to their hotel, which, which can we'll, get, we, we'll get into. But
0: which can we say, that they're both in the front seat with Matt. Oh, yeah. Like, if they needed to be so close to each other all the time, they could have just sat in the back together. But now it's
1: just the three of them, like, on top of each other. In the
0: front seat, which, uh, whatever. But he sees... Uh, the girl from the airport, and he's like, that's her!
1: And Grandpa's like, pull over, go into, like, she's going into her house, and Grandpa's like, okay, it's meant to be, you know, there's no time to live but now, so just like, you gotta go up there and talk to her, and Matt's like, oh, this is so stupid, but he does it.
0: So, we have the meet cute that continues because he knocks on the door, and um, the girl's mother, who's Name name is what? Donna. Donna, Donna Kane opens a door, and Matt rambles on about this meeting with this girl that he
1: had, and he really wants to see her. And this woman thinks it's normal, because she's like, oh, come on in. Yeah. That was my daughter, Heather. Let me go get her. Uh, so, uh, so
0: we get Heather, comes down the stairs, she sits down. Uh, Matt gives this spiel again about how, like, I'm sorry I made a fool of myself, you probably think I'm an idiot. Very
1: artful camera work here. Because... Um,
0: He's sitting down on, like, this chair. Uh, Heather's mom, Donna, is, like, standing kind of, like, next to but behind him. And then Heather is sitting across from him on the couch. And Heather is, like, looking at Matt, but also more so looking at her mother.
1: And since she's off camera, we don't know what, you know, it just, like, looks like she's, like, giving her mother looks. And then it zooms out. Or, like, Matt turns. Ar- uh, Matt turns around after he stops speaking because... Heather is not Pain Responding attention. Right And he turns around And he sees that Heather's mother is signing So Heather um, is
0: um, Hearing impaired
1: Yes um, And then Matt's like I don't know His reaction is like
0: His action is really Not a re-
1: yeah, reaction Yeah he's what just what like I, Oh okay uh, I, I didn't Sorry I didn't know You can't hear um,
0: but he's just like, oh, basically he's like, do you want to go out with me? And she's like, I've never dated somebody who a hearing a person, person, and you've obviously. You, and she asked him, he, he's ever dated like a deaf person before, and he's like, no.
1: Well, oh, he said I'll be your starting yeah, your starter be, hearing person. Yeah,
0: um, and which is ridiculous
1: <laughs> because. Because, I mean, her mother is a hearing
0: person, person. so <laughs> uh, he asked her to go to a party, and then, like, they can talk
1: or whatever. Um, and, and her mother kind of persp- We yeah. find out she was at the airport because she was coming home from school. She goes to a school back east for, for the deaf, like... Hearing he impaired. Yeah, um, I believe she said school for the deaf. School I know for the agree. deaf. But, um, and... Her mother's like, oh, it might be nice to get to know people in the neighborhood because you're coming home for the summer. You know, you're going.
0: cementing that she'll definitely be back
1: in this. So, show. so yeah, her her mother kind of persuades her like, oh, it won't be so bad. Like, just you know, whatever, get to know him. So they agree to go on a date, and they do. What does Matt say? He's like, oh, he's going to a party, and then they were going to eat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, the next scene we have before they go on the date is supposed to be this cute scene between Simon and Matt. Matt's wearing a hideous disco shirt, um, and asking Simon to remember any of the sign language he learned on Sesame Street.
1: Right. I don't. I didn't really. Did, I, this was too forced. I thought. Yeah. Uh,
0: he like does a, like a sign, and Matt's like, "Oh, what's that mean?" and Simon's like, turtle, turtle yeah. and that's really all that scene was about. Uh, so the date is
1: happening. Um, Although Simon does point out, because Matt's like, oh, oh yeah. I hope one day you need help with a girl, and, and, and then I won't help you, and then Simon's like, yeah, oh, yeah, right, like, I, I don't need your help because you've never been on more than, like, you've never gotten past three dates with anyone, which I would even say it's, like, less than that. We haven't seen Matt go out with anyone more than, like, once.
0: Yeah, he says something like, I know all your moves already, so. Yeah. Um, the date starts uh, Heather has bought, bought Like a notepad with her So she can write to him And he can write to her um, There's like A cute little scene um, In the car I don't, I'm not gonna call it I, I didn't think it was cute But I think it was meant to be cute Where uh, She like writes thanks On the notepad No he writes he thanks, thanks On the notepad For like bringing the notepad And he try, like puts on music And then like He's like oh my god You can't hear
1: Why should I put on music And then, <laughs> Which I also thought Was like just made it Like Why would he immediately... That would be more uncomfortable than just, like, being like, oh.
0: And I didn't say this out loud, but in my head I was like, this is exactly... Like, as soon as I saw the car, I was like, oh, they're going to have a scene with the radio, aren't they? Where it's going to be, like, super (laughs) awkward. And they did. Um, And then she, like, turns the radio back on. And And she turns it up. Yeah.
1: And she starts, like, bobbing her head. And then she just writes a note that just says, drive. Because, like, Matt's just staring at her, like... (laughs) Like, in awe of the fact that she might be able to hear, like, anything.
0: Um, so then they're at the part. Well,
1: okay, so they get to
0: this party, and we have to, like, <laughs> there know... There a great some- exterior yeah. shot of the house. Because, okay, what we have is on, like, the first floor, you have, like, these flashing, like, red, red lights. But then on the top floor, like, it's clearly somebody's bedroom, and there's these massive shadows. Okay, do you guys remember in, like, the first Home Alone movie? Yes, I was gonna
1: say, it's like like well, alone when he puts the like the mannequins, stuff on, the, on yeah. the train yeah the mannequins on the train
0: and like it like that's what exactly what it looks like and i would not be surprised if that's exactly what the 7th seventh 7th heaven, seventh heaven, like dr- dressing set like thing i think there might did. have been a
1: real person but it just like the way it was moving was like i don't know it looked there like there are these a massive
0: shadows um, well if you
1: like the shadows work that way right yeah Except but, like, would it really be so prominent on the window on yeah. like the blonde? yeah probably not um, so
0: At the party, Heather and It looks Matt, like they're
1: having a great time. Yeah,
0: are dancing. They're, like, getting close, and there are these two rando guys. One is a redhead and the other is a brunette with, like, long hair. That's all I can yeah, remember.
1: Yeah, they had long hair. And also, I just... Another side note, or just the thing I thought about, and this might be, like, the devil's standard thing again, but Matt is always just going to these parties, and, like, the Rev and Annie never have any... Questions about it And these guys I'm pretty sure Were supposed to be like Drunk And like that time Matt went to that rave Where people were drinking And like Matt just goes to All these parties And is like the cool Like sober kid Like sober kid I don't understand Who keeps inviting him I'd be like oh, Or does guy. he just show up yeah. And party crashes All the time yeah, I don't know. Especially
0: I, because it doesn't. We still don't see him having any consistent friends. friends. Um, what about Jeff? Yeah, <laughs> Jeff's gone. We haven't seen anybody else in his life. He doesn't have like a consistent girlfriend that would also be like taking him to these parties. He was right that time. He said he was a loner.
1: He yeah, really is a loner. He really is a loner. But I mean, he gets invited to parties or he crashes them. We don't know. Um, so these guys are like over in the corner, and they're like kind of. Uh, they're making fun of. Heather, they're like, oh, that girl's not deaf, like, uh, and...
0: But, like, my question is, how do they know that she is or she isn't? Right, like,
1: these guys aren't Matt's friend. It's not like he went around to the, everyone at the party. I hope he didn't go around <laughs> yeah. everyone at the party and be like, this is Heather and she's- she can't hear you.
0: <laughs> and, like, like, she's. we've already established that she doesn't go to school with them. She goes to school on the East Coast. So it wasn't, like, it's, like, known throughout the Gleno community that Heather is deaf, you know? Yeah. But they are, like, making fun of her. And
1: then they start, like, making, like, g- gestures with their hands, like, making fun... And she catches this, and then she gets upset. Ge- by gestures with their hands, I mean, like, like fake signing. They're not, like, giving right. her the finger. But they're like- also,
0: like, moving... Like, they're trying to um, imitate the way the deaf people sound when they move their mouth. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. And, like... So, so it's, and just, they it's were like, just really oh, offensive. They're like, oh, how does Matt understand anything she says? <clears throat> so... She gets upset, and she storms out, and at this because they were kind of like dancing like face to face, Matt didn't see this' because it was like over his shoulder mm-hmm. um and he has like he exchanges some fake, tough guy words with these yeah, guys he's like next
0: time you see me like
1: beef. well he, he was like, they were like, "What's wrong with your girl?" and he's like, "I don't know, but if you had anything to do with it, next time you see me, you better I don't well, know, I don't know. hide or something."
0: And then he runs after Heather. Um Heather has written on her notepad saying, "Home now."
1: Uh, and she holds it up, and you can't read it because the way that the light. so so Matt just has to read it to us.
0: Um, and so he drives her home, and we don't that's we don't really see any of the rest of, like, that situation. So, I guess in that car ride, it was complete silence because nobody was talking, obviously, but also nobody was writing. Writing the, in the notebook. Hopefully,
1: no writing and driving.
0: Uh, and the very, like, final scene of this storyline we have for this episode, at the very least, is... Well, Matt
1: Matt comes in and kind of says to the Rev... Well, that's what I was oh, going to yeah. say. Yeah, oh, I thought you were going to say the, the final, final. Oh, no, no, no. Um, um,
0: yeah. So we have, yeah, he comes in and he, like, tells the Rev how he, met, like, messed up. And then I was like, oh, why don't you just
1: call her and, like, fix things? And then he's like, oh... Sorry, I realized you can't call her. Um, and then he has this brilliant idea where he's like, well, why don't you call her mother and ask them to come to church tomorrow? Because why not? Who doesn't want to go church to church? Church
0: is the answer to everything, apparently. And,
1: well, Matt's like, oh, you know, church doesn't, like, doesn't fix everything. Or, like, it isn't, I don't know, it's possible that it doesn't fix everything. in the Rev's like, but it's possible it does.
0: And Matt, to my chagrin... Takes this advice and calls uh, Heather's household. Uh, Donna picks up, and we don't hear the side of the her side of the conversation. But he says, <laughs> "What does he say? Are you, do you into you like church? Do you like church? Do you like church?" Um, and the last, the actual last scene we get is uh, Matt waiting for Heather and her oh, mother. Oh yeah, they don't. They didn't show up. To I th- show up at church. Yeah, I thought they did, but oh, okay. So we don't, they they don't show da, up. Da, da, we don't know. Um, so who knows if Matt's going to be able to fix the situation in Dangerous Liaisons Part 2.
1: Yes. So then we have Mary, who starts the episode. She was supposed to be vacuuming. Yeah. And Annie is examining her work, and she's looking underneath the couch in the love den. And she finds these, pota- <laughs> like, Mr. Potato Heads, but they're real potatoes. Yeah, Mr. Like, and Mrs. Potato Head, real potatoes. And okay. they don't have any, like potato eyes all the gross stuff like it's like so they're relatively new potatoes under the couch and she's like oh why didn't you like I don't know get under get under the couch or whatever and she's like I'll redo it and then at that point Annie is just like no like take Ruthie to the park or something Ruthie because, who
0: has another what are we doing now yeah
1: she's like she was just like oh Ruthie's in the way like just take her to the park and that that's your new assignment um so they go to the park. And we have another meat cute. And, and wait, wait. This is this was my favorite one. So Mary is still carrying the potato with the face that Annie has thrown her and we see a man on the ground playing with a young boy and he goes, "Can you believe that some people eat those?" He's talking about potatoes, and, and, this and is, then and it just starts like a, a conversation, like nothing.
0: And Mary's just like, I, you know, my mom found this under the couch, like we have to, I have to throw it we're away. Cle- we're cleaning, cleaning because we're my gonna, grandpa's coming. And she just continues talking, and I'm they like, they have
1: not introduced each other. She's too, like, she's just like, oh yeah, let me tell you the story about this potato. She's
0: like, oh, this is a boring story, and he, like, for some reason, then asked Mary to come play with him and the kid Billy. Um, And And he's like, well, I'm
1: Wilson. It's the introduction of Wilson, Wilson. who is played by...
0: Andrew Keegan, um, who we have seen on many other teenage movies. Uh, His career lived and died in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. He was in my favorite uh, rom-com of all time, Ten Ten Things I Hate About You. Uh, He plays Joey. He's... um, Cat's sister's like main love interest until she gets her head on straight um he was in oh another movie with julia styles um apparently othello's also his favorite shakespeare play and he wow. was engaged to leon rhymes
1: until 2001 all things i could have probably lived without knowing well now you do know but, those things so this is wilson and then they sit down and they start,
0: well, Ruthie's like "I can't talk to strangers." and he's like, "I'll oh, let me like'll oh, well, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so they just sit down and they start playing. It kind of cuts away, and then eventually, after the filler scenes, it comes back. and Ruthie is playing with Billy, who is much younger than yeah. her. They're not really like the same age, but they're playing. and then wilson and and Mary are sitting a little bit further away, and then Wilson's like, oh, I enjoy- oh j- They're talking Mary- about basketball. I keep wanting to call her Jessica Beal. <laughs> They're talking about b- basketball, and then Mary is like, oh, I had to have Ruth- Ruthie back, like, ten minutes ago. We've got to go. Um, and he's like, oh, I was hoping I could get your phone number or whatever, because do you want to go to a movie tonight? Or something. And she's like, oh, I don't know if I can tonight, because my grandpa's in town. I'm going to have to check. Like, Call me later. So, she gives... Wilson her phone number they get back and then during lunch i think Ruthie tells everyone at the table like oh we met you know Wilson and Mary gave him her phone number and Lucy's like is he cute yeah and they and, and the family's a little bit alarmed but they're dealing with other things they're like oh our, fo- our phone number how could you uh, and then Wilson calls later and oh and she asks if she can go and i think i guess they say yes because, because- that's all
0: ha- this all happens
1: off-screen off because
0: yeah. Well, like we- she, she
1: she oh wait no 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 she says uh, I told him I didn't know if I could go because grant because of grandpa being here and then grandpa says oh don't let us be in the way like go go ahead with your lives like we, you don't have to do anything special for us so I think then after that scene Wilson calls but we don't ever know what's said in the conversation um, because Lucy and Ruthie, Ruthie start they- doing these kisses kissy faces when when you know Mary picks up the phone and then she's like oh wilson and then Beverly Mitchell ugh just makes the ugh.
0: Uh, it's a very unpleasing kissy face it kind of looks like she, she looks like a beaver kind <laughs> of when she does it but um so.
1: ugh. So then, it's cut to the evening time. Can we
0: actually talk about... Oh, you know what? We'll talk
1: about that scene later. No, I think it makes more sense here, just because, like, it's just the three of them. It's just Lucy, Mary, and Ruthie, so...
0: So, um, just quick, quick background. Uh, Everybody's now met Ginger, and Annie's obviously, as the Google uh, Google summary
1: says, uncomfortable with it. Um, And... And, of course, Lucy's on her side, because Lucy was, like, you know, the closest to Grandma... And obviously the most affected by Grandma's loss. So um, she is, like, trying to be, like... Well, Mary and Ruthie are like, oh, Ginger's cool. We like her. She's nice. She's pretty. She's adventurous, whatever. And Lucy is just like,
0: eh, I don't like her. I guess she's kind of pretty, or I guess she's kind of adventurous. But basically, like, I'm taking Mom's side no matter what. And it's just really annoying because, one, Lucy, use your own brain, make your own decisions... Stop blindly following whoever's lead you want to follow. And also because, like, Mary calls her out. It's like, the only reason you're taking Mom's side is because you want Mom to agree to your hair change. Because this all happens before...
1: (laughs) Before she gets the rev in in the uncomfortable spot. So, yeah. um, Lucy's just being the worst. It was just, yeah, a prime example of Lucy being awful. So, in the evening time... um, Wilson comes to pick up Mary on on their date. uh, The rev... Goes to the door like the protective father, like you know, over uh, overdoing it. So and he's like, "Oh, where are you going?" And then Wilson's like, "Well, I was thinking about a movie, but you don't really get movies are bad first dates because you don't really get to talk. So probably the pool hall, and we'll play pool and pinball."
0: Well, before all this happens, um, the Rev like purposely calls him a different name. And he's like, oh, right, oh. Artie was here, like, yesterday. Like, he calls him Artie. He's like, Artie was here yesterday. Um, and Mary's like, please stop lying and stop trying to be funny. And he's Why like... you always he's lying? lying. <laughs> and then... The rev's like, oh, that's right. Like, Mary hasn't been on a date in months. And then she hits him Like, she's
1: like, again, like, okay, you can go now. Um,
0: uh, oh, and also Wilson has bought flowers for Mary and bought chocolates for Ruthie. Um, he... Like is basically doing everything right in like the meeting for the meeting the dad for the first time book.
1: Yeah, and he's like being I forget, like the Rev asks him a few questions. Uh it's
0: like, oh, I oh, he's like, Oh, evolvo
1: and he's like, Oh, it's yeah, it's the family car. It got handed down to me. And then he's like oh, the Rev's like, Whoa, oh, well we seeing as we don't know you, I'm not in the habit of letting my daughter go on dates with people we don't know. And then Which- out, of, out of nowhere, Wilson drops this knowledge and he's like Actually, my father is your ophthalmologist, so you do know me. (laughs) And he's Wilson West, and his dad is Jeffrey West, the ophthalmologist. But I just don't understand how Wilson knew this, Uh, so...
0: But also, like, if he's not in the habit of letting his children go out with strangers... Then what about, how about any of Matt's dates? <laughs> like Yeah.
1: Well, there's it's, it's the double standard again.
0: <laughs> um, but eventually he's like, ah, uh, here's my beeper number. Like, if you are freaking out, just, like, call it or whatever. And page me. Then, yeah, yeah, page me. And the rep takes it. And so um, Wilson and Mary go on their date at the pool hall. They're, like, having a good
1: time playing pinball. Um, and Michael shows up again. I forget his last name. The guy I, who tried to sexually marry. Yeah. I can look if you want. No, we. we, I mean, it doesn't really matter. the The bully from the episode, you know, that she gave the swirly to.
0: Yeah. uh, So. And he's there. uh, The crew has some choice words for Mary, and then some choice words for Wilson. Calls says it's Beauty and the Beast, which I was like, 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 I'm just like. But Wilson isn't, like, bad-looking. No. Well,
1: this other guy, Michael, he's, like, weird-looking. He has his very square head and square hair. But Wilson's cheeks throughout, like, from from the scene until the end were very, very red. So that was my only... Um, so Mary kind of just, like, is sick of their bullshit, and she... Takes control of the situation. And, like, like, gives it back to them, and then pushes them out of the way, and then they leave...
0: Um, And Wilson's, like, offended by this because Mary's taken control... Like, Mary's fought on his behalf, which isn't really the case, but whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Can I just say that before... uh, We just skipped a little bit. Um, After the Rev meets Wilson and he, like, walks back into the room with Annie and he's like, so what's he like? And, um the rev goes, oh, he's like, he's really nice. Mary's going to go and rip, her rip his heart, heart out. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm glad that they know their daughter so well. <laughs> that She's
1: just a heartbreaker. So then the, the kind of last, well, not the last scene, but they get back from the date. And then they're kind of like just like fighting, still fighting about the fact that, you know, she stood, stood up for herself. Um, and, and then she kind of storms inside. And they, There's Matt's there. Matt's like, do you want me to handle this? And Wilson's like, who are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Which, I actually am glad that they pointed out that they haven't met, because that's the thing that Seventh Heaven would just like gloss over and be like, they'll just start talking like they know each other. But I was like, oh, yeah, the only person that Wilson has met is Ruthie and the Rev, so... Um, thank God he hasn't met Lucy yet, though. Oh, no, then he's going to be for sure he's going to be packing up. So uh, Matt introduces himself, like, I'm the older brother, like I'll... <laughs> and then Wilson's like, well, I just went on my last date with your sister or something. Or like, I just broke... <laughs> I, just stop- I-, I just stopped dating your sister. Yeah. It's like you guys were dating for... All ju- of like however long it took them to drive to the pool hall and back. Uh, so but- but then this ends again at church where I don't... Know- Wilson just decides to show up to church. Like, Mary doesn't invite him or anything, um, and he just shows up. And he, again, is with Billy. And Annie, actually, (laughs) so wait, um, Mary is standing next to Annie, and Wilson comes up, and they just start speaking. And then Annie goes, I'm Annie Camden, another person in the universe. (laughs) Which I actually thought was really good. And then they, and then, you know, Mary introduces her, and then... Annie says, like, oh, it's so great you could come here with you know bring your little brother to church. Okay, there's like a very pointed <laughs>
0: silence.
1: But also Mary doesn't know yet, but it just like cuts to like everybody's face and it's just like silence and and then when Annie leaves, Wilson is like, Oh, I have something to tell you. Billy's not my little brother. He's my son. He's my son. And then, as you pointed out, nobody in this, you know, nobody finishes their conversations. Because
0: he just walks away from her, and it's, it doesn't even give her a chance to react. But also, like...
1: She doesn't really react. Yeah. She's just, like, kind of, like, stone-faced, like, oh.
0: And then she, like, walks in behind him, and that's about
1: it. Yeah, they're it's like, like, gotta get to church.
0: She, but, like, the other thing I had about this is, which is, I think I've saw, seen, like... There's no resolution to the fight they had. Is there? Like, I guess I they like. I think he
1: said he was like sorry or he felt bad. Like he kind of. And kinda, like they both like I guess. Yeah, apologized. they were like, oh, that was stupid. Uh, Which
0: was true. It was stupid. So I guess yeah,
1: that's yeah, th- it really doesn't need like an apology. I think I think he just said like I'm sorry for the way I acted.
0: Also, I didn't mention this before, but Wilson's probably one of the only things I do remember from like the br- like, the seventh episode episodes I have seen. Yeah. Well. Like I like when I when I saw him I was like oh this is somebody I something I know so this was like reassuring to me.
1: So final storyline is Annie of course who's having a lot of trouble
0: throughout this episode. Um, uh, and he really lets her five year old shine through throughout this entire. Her episode. Her inner
1: Lucy comes through, or the traits that Lucy got from her are coming Come through. through. Um, so uh,
0: after the after the cold open um, and after all that. Uh, The Rav kind of comes into the door, um, and he's like, oh, don't worry, your dad's right behind me, but we have to just take a moment. I need to tell you something. But she's, like, too excited because her dad's here. Dad comes in. They have, like, a great hug. She's like, oh, my God, Daddy.
1: And then enter Ginger.
0: And Annie, it looks like (laughs) Annie's entire life is falling apart.
1: Yeah. Um, She's like, this is my girlfriend, Ginger. And we find out that they've been dating for three months, and... Annie's mother has been dead for six months. So um, Yes, we um, have a
0: scene where this is I guess um not another meat cute, but like a, a belated meat cute in which we learn that the way that grandpa and Ginger met was they were both at the same rest- restaurant eating Alone alone. And he came up to her all smooth, like, Are you waiting for someone? And she's like, No. He's like, Do you want to eat together? Yes, and then it it's the end of that story. They're in love. Da-da-da. Yeah, well, I
1: don't know, for some reason, Simon takes, like, a super, like, big interest in in this, like, how they met and, like, their whole romance and Ginger. So he's, like, kind of pressing them for, like, all the details. And he that's how they find out, how we find out, that, um, I keep forgetting his name, Grandpa. Um, grandpa Charlie. How, how grand, Grandpa met Ginger's family and that she... You know her son. She I guess she has multiple sons. They don't like him, and now you know Annie doesn't like uh, Ginger. And I guess Annie has no siblings. Um, I guess that's yeah no one was they would have been introduced at the mother's funeral right so um, we, we, what we have
0: is like a very awkward lunch scene where um, Ginger's like oh your soup's like this soup is really delicious and, and he says oh it's my mother's recipe very like pointedly and um, Ginger's like oh you're gonna have to like give me the recipe at some time and he's like I bet that's what you want because um, yeah. Annie thinks that Ginger's trying to replace her mother.
1: Um, and then after lunch, I, I think this is weird that this was only brought up to the family after lunch, but uh, Grandpa and Ginger are like, oh, we're going to go No, to- it was during lunch. Yeah, they're like, we're going to go... What well, doesn't really matter. I think it's, like, too long. Right. Quite- the, the presumption would be that Grandpa and Ginger are going to stay at the house. I mean, that's why the like they're house.
0: cleaning the house, so, like... Vigorously, But Grandpa is like, okay, we're just going to go to our hotel and, like, get settled in. And Annie really hates the idea of hotels because this is the second time in, like, a bunch of episodes where she's like, a hotel!
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, she didn't want Tom in a hotel. Now she doesn't want her grandpa in a hotel. I think she would have sent Ginger if Ginger would go stay there alone. Um, And then she's just kind of throwing fits throughout the episode. Well, right after this... I forget uh, what comes next. Before
0: she was cleaning because... She was like getting excited for her dad to come, but now she's cleaning in anger. And she's also send- <laughs> she's also sending everybody else out to clean as well. Like the rev has to go take out the garbage. Matt's doing something like the dishes or something. And the rev's like, really like I actually I've not really warmed up to the rev at all throughout this first season. But I think in this like episode alone or this scene, especially, I kind of was like, all right. I can, like, stand you, because he was like, what do you need me to do, like, and she's like, no hugging, no joking, I need, like, to vent, and she, so she's venting, and um, I don't know where I was going with this, but <laughs> basically, yeah, she's well, like. Well, wait, the
1: ref goes, why don't you take a deep breath and relax, and then Annie goes, bite me. Yeah, that's, a, that's where I was going with this. <laughs> Um, and then, wait, there's a bunch of great. So Annie's kind of hysterical in this yeah. scene. And then she says, oh, I bet he's he's tomcatting around with that woman. She says something about, I bet they're staying in the same room at the hotel. And then she's like, I'm going to call the hotel and find out if they're staying in the same room. And I'm like, Annie, you need to calm down. <laughs> so She's so hung up about this. I don't know why she's so, uh, so uh, yeah. So then we have this scene where, all right, so. Later on, the Rev is kind of dressed up, and he 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 comes into the love den where Annie is reading the paper.
0: Because uh, Ginger and Charlie, uh, Grandpa Charlie, have like have said like Let's all let's take you guys out to dinner. He they want to take the Rev and Annie out to dinner. But she's he's like, Why aren't you aren't you gonna get changed? She's like, If I was getting changed, it would mean that I would be going to dinner.
1: Yeah, and she's like, He's like, Oh, then what should I tell your father? And she's like, I'm not hungry. Um, and then. The Rev is kind of trying to reason with her, and he's like, oh, come on. Get to know Ginger better. She makes your father happy. And then Annie goes, oh, and I bet I and know why. And it's, again, another weird... Or, she's very hung up on her father's, like, sex life.
0: Yeah. Uh, we have a scene... Um, this, so this is after the Rev has met and, like, given Wilson his approval. Um, the phone rings. The Rev picks up, and it's Grandpa Charlie, and he's like, hey, me and Ginger are getting pretty hungry over here. When you when are you guys going to get here? And... Um, I was like, uh... And Charlie, knowing his daughter really well, was like, is is she, like, sitting reading a magazine? And is she being, like, mean as a rattlesnake? She's pouting. She's pouting. But I really like that he said mean as a rattlesnake. Because no, he's from Arizona, you? you know? <laughs> they have all those snakes there. And, yeah, um...
1: And this doesn't get resolved no. again. Um, so wait, here we have. So we're, we now we're entering.
0: Wait, wait, wait. We sh- one I'm more too thing. Too excited. I'm I know, I know. You're too excited. Well, there's one more thing, because uh, we do have one last scene before the final like final scene of this. Um, Simon goes to Annie, who has assumed, as you called it, the Lucy position. Yeah, she's just laying in her bed crying. And Simon's like, you know, like um, Ginger's kids didn't like. Um, uh, grandpa grandpa very, mu- yeah. very much either And he's like Yeah I, Like I can see that Like I understand where they're coming from But really there's well, no Well she
1: does She does get a little defensive About her father She's like Why not Yeah So I don't know Maybe she Maybe was starting to see her Like Supposed to be her coming around Like oh My father's a good person And her kids didn't like him So maybe I, I don't know I think this was supposed to be Like the opening of the door For her to kind of be like More willing To at least get to know Ginger
0: Um, The other thing that I have here is uh, Ginger actually shows up to the Camden household because she wants to, like, talk to Annie, and Annie's like, no. (laughs) So Annie talks to the Rev. Annie doesn't talk talk, talk to the Rev. Sorry. Ginger talks to the Rev, and she's like, ever since I met um, Charlie, like, it's been like an ocean
1: breeze. (laughs) Yes. I feel so free. And then she basically suggests that they were going to get married, but now that their kids don't approve that they're not going to get married, and I'm like, you're in, like... You're 65-plus. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, that's, like, that's the most... Like, that's the thing about
0: being old. You can literally get away with anything.
1: Yeah, like, who cares if your kids don't approve? Take them out of the will. Um, So this all sets up. Oh, my God. Probably the cliffhanger of 1997. Uh, Luckily, we are able to watch it, you know, consecutively. So um, everybody's in church. You know, Annie's there, and then Wilson, and... Heather, Matt is, like, looking at the door for Heather to come in, but she, she doesn't as uh, far as we see.
0: Lucy has her new hair. Uh, Simon, I don't know what Simon's doing. But Who cares what the other but- two are doing? <laughs>
1: um, and then Ginger and Grandpa walk in, and it's before the service has started, so the Rev is still, like, sitting in a chair up at the, 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 the altar. And Annie gets up and runs out, and then Mary gives him a look, and then... Like he gives her a look, and then she just like shakes her head, like okay, yes.
0: But you made a really good point because you're like, this is usually something that Matt would do. Oh, this is
1: totally a Matt thing. I don't know if because like if he, yeah, I have no idea why they chose Mary for this scene because it, like, it really Rocky. could have happened to any of them, and I wish it would have been Lucy. Um, uh,
0: so, so Annie like is has already left.
1: across the street. Oh, no, 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 no. Alright, so we see her come out and then Mary comes out and she's not that far behind her but, you know, she's across the street and then Mary starts to walk out through She's the like,
0: Mom, wait. And he turns around. And then we we hear like a, an engine revving. And it's a red car and it's... Far away enough from Mary that when she sees it... There's enough
1: time for the camera to pan at Mary's face... Like, face looking shocked about this car coming at her. And, like, looking at the
0: car. And she has plenty of time to move out of the way. Does not move out of the way. And... There's a great...
1: Like, the thud noises... This is gonna be on our social media pages. She gets hit by the car. She gets hit by the car. And there's, like, a series of... So there's, like... All right, she gets hit by the car. You see her, like, roll on the ground. And there's, like, a noise of a... There's a thud when she does That... Then there's a tire screech. Then it cuts to everyone in the church first. Because they've heard, like, they the all screech. T- they all turn around, and someone someone goes, let's go outside. That's you could just hear in the background. But it's
0: basically, like, seen from their faces that they know that something's happened.
1: But yeah, like if it, like, I closes like, up on Wilson y- for
0: a second. But, like, I've heard tires screech outside before, and I don't think, like, Maybe. something bad has happened.
1: Maybe they all heard the thud of <laughs> Mary's very heavy body hitting the ground and then rolling. Um, and then it cuts back outside, and Annie just looks horrified, and she just goes, Mary! <laughs> and she, like, runs, and, like... And she's just making these faces, and at this point, the everyone who's in the church... Is, is coming is, out. And, of course, the Camdens are, like, last, because they were all the way at the front of the church. Um, people... So, and then there's just... it's really just shows Annie holding Mary, and just these random voices of, like, churchgoers, like, somebody do something!
0: And, like, and then it just freeze-frame, and it says, to, to be continued, on Annie's face...
1: And that's it. And that's how Mary Camden died. <laughs> uh, that's it.
0: No more Jessica Biel.
1: Yep, it happened sooner than uh, you. You may have read that you know Jessica Biel wasn't on the show the whole run. You didn't think it was just one season. Uh, so yeah. That's that's it. That's really it. And so I you're like on your first two part finale.
0: Um, I think this is what like a like a solid like in between episode. So I'd give this like a three point five or a four.
1: I'm gonna give it a five. I think I really enjoyed it. You just really like seeing Mary get hit by the car. Let's be honest. <laughs> but it would have been so much if it was if it was Lucy getting hit by the car. it would get the, the eight, the full, the full mittens. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna
0: give it four. I think it was like a solid episode. Um, I I didn't I said this as I was watching. It didn't really have a season finale vibe until like the last thirty seconds. I
1: liked meet. I liked that everybody had something to do. Oh, that and, makes sense. And people who didn't have something to do weren't in scenes for no reason. Like, Simon was in that one scene with Matt for no reason. And also, all right, Simon didn't really, but, like, him convincing Lucy to dye her hair, I guess, was something. But, But like, Ruthie was But, like, Ruthie, they didn't give her some stupid, like, cutesy thing to do. She just appeared, like, you know, she went to the park, and then she was at the house, like, (laughs) after. Yeah, so um, I like the episodes where they don't just give characters things to do and take up screen time with, like, nothing stupid filler stuff right yeah um the clapper uh so yeah um
0: i kind of really just want to get back to the to the to watch the next episode make sure you join
1: us next time to find out the funeral arrangements for mary and how it all went down i
0: wonder if they're going to get somebody to sing at the funeral like they did what was her name
1: Renee. Renee. I wonder if they're going to get Renee to sing at the funeral. Well, now we know Mary's a great singer. It's too bad she can't sing at At her funeral. funeral. Yep. Um, So tune in next time to find out what happens in Dangerous Liaisons, part two. But as
0: you're waiting, you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, Camdencast Show. You can follow us on Tumblr, .tumblr camdencast.tumblr.com. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes. And thanks for listening, guys. We're almost done with the first season. So I. And season season two,
1: episode one is going to drop on Christmas. Christmas Eve so talk about a Christmas present for y'all
0: yeah this is our Christmas present to all of you to the world Season to two. the world um so I'm right. this has been Camdencast and I'm Tanby. and I'm Eric bye I know
1: this